The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime has last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. the Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host here, Ryan Gobert, joined as always by co-host Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? A little better than I was uh, half an hour ago when every game was going under and uh, the Habs are losing and the um, Wild are about to start losing and the, the, the fucking Red Wings are getting crushed. Uh, but no, and then, then some, a lot of third period goals, which was excellent. So yeah, I'm doing uh, doing just fine now. How about you? Yeah, it's been a rough night. You know, Sabres coming back, losing it over time. Islanders just sucking. Canadians not showing up until the third period. Red Wings not showing up at all. But uh, the, luckily, though, those were smaller bets. Still got the Ducks tonight. Got my Fly Guys tonight. So uh, got, got a lot. I did ended up uh, laddering the Flyers. Race to three. Race to four. Race to, race to two. Race to three. Race to four. So as long as they can do that, the Sharks can pull off their typical shark happenings. Uh, I think I'll be uh, in the clear. Did you hear about the GM going down to the Sharks? Uh, that's what I, ma- I mentioned. That. I, I I mentioned that last night when we talked when we were talking about it. I know I know you guys don't always listen to me. But, uh, <laughs> I guess not. I, yeah. I only heard about that today. Yeah, um, that's why I was like. That's why I was like. I mean, that that would be what 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 like uh, get some going because Mike Greer. I, th- I think he was like a fighter when back back in his days. So, I mean, they still suck. It's still Tomas Hurdle and, and a bunch bunch of guys there. So. Yeah, uh, that, that's going to be going on in about half an hour here. So that'll be uh, fun to see as we wind down. Uh, before we get into things here, make sure you're subscribed to the Hockey Gentleman Podcast, wherever you listen to your podcast, Apple or Spotify. Please leave us a five-star rating and review. Turn on those auto-downloads so you get the shows in your feed as soon as they are published. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube. We'll be going live on YouTube around 10 p.m. Eastern time most nights, uh, most weekday nights. So, uh you can kind of schedule yourselves accordingly. Make sure you subscribe so you can uh, be getting notifi- notifications if there's any schedule changes. And of course, get in the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Discord's been popping off. People, people putting live second period bets are a thing now. Archer's doing apparently. People throwing up bets left and right. Still, still a few too many uh, parlay slips in there, but we'll, we'll weed them out. We'll, we'll duck them out. So get in the Discord. And of course, our social media assistant producer is doing a fantastic job on Twitter at hockey sgpn doing uh, AI generated art, all sorts of type of stuff there. So make sure you follow there at hockey sgpn. Um, all right, Joe. Anything else uh, on, on tonight's games that caught your eye? I mean, the Rangers are, are, are shocking me, really. Like uh, Jonathan Quick here is coming up, coming up, showing that he might still be a guy in, in a backup role. Yeah, who needs Philip Heedle? Who needs Adam Fox? Who needs Igor Shosturkin? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Red Wings just I have a total no-show. I don't know. I thought it was a good spot for them. Apparently not. Uh, I think the Rangers will fade a little bit down the stretch, but uh, today was a very complete game from what I saw of it and looking at the stats. Um, but I think it's just more just the the Ranger or the, the Red Wings not, not doing shit all for the first two periods. Um but uh, yeah, the Rangers still rely on the power play. Not so much in this game, though, from what I saw. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, it's it's a tough team to call. Tough team to read for me right now with the, with the new coach, right? The Laviolette's got the Rangers playing uh, a lot better than they were under Gallant, um, where they really relied on the goaltending to get to win the games. But yeah, other than that, um, nothing, nothing really too noticeable. I mean, the Lightning, one thing. After a back-to-back, and they they blew that four-one uh, lead against the Leafs. It was expected that they, they would uh, protect that four-nothing uh, lead like their their mother's ashes. Um, it's uh, but they, they started to fail or trail or tail off in the third period. But you can expect that on a back-to-back when they get tired, legs get weary, and all that. 
But uh, no, Matt Tompkins did enough to uh, make the key saves, and they they chased Jake Allen right off the bat. And uh, yeah, the Habs never really stood a chance when they went four 0 down. So that's that's all I got for the the early games. Uh, the, the best is yet to come, though. Devils Abs. Yeah, that's that should be a good one there. And yeah, look, looking at the uh, Flames, they're down two nothing end of the first period. It looks like they're just getting some more bad luck uh, out shooting. The Preds 17-6, shot attempts are 30-10, to 10, scoring chances are 13-5, expected goals 1.5 to 0.5, and they're down two. So if you're in the chat, maybe look at a, at a live uh, Flames plus one and a half, maybe plus two and a half. Uh, they're at home. Oh, they no, get, get don't do it. That's what I've been, that's what's been <laughs> killing me the last two years. That's why I'm thinking of breaking the Flames. The, the, the numbers lie. The numbers lie. I'm on, I'm on talent side with this, though. The, the stats are, uh, the stats are uh, liars. Plus two and a half, minus one fifty six for them. That, that, that's kind of juicy, especially with the uh, Preds have a power play carrying over to the second period. But yeah, Flames. I mean, Flames like like they're that kind of the opposite of the Rangers. The Rangers have have a pretty bad expected goals four percent, but they're not not they're what now eight and two, eight two and one, something like that. And the Flames are the exact opposite. So are the uh, other team up there in in Alberta with with the Oilers who are completely struggling and like the whole hockey world's going off about Edmonton. It, it almost feels like it's like Leafs Leafs level to where like everyone's worried about them. Yeah. I mean, they are Leafs, <laughs> Leafs light. They are a parallel team to them in, in a multitude of ways and they do have a ma- major media market there. So yeah, when they win and when they're expected to, you know, win the Western conference, um, then, uh, when they, when they can't even, uh, Win a game against, you know, the lowly Knucks, who aren't so lowly after all, or uh, you know, 0-3 versus them, by the way. And, yeah, just the only major win they've had so far is against the Flames and that stupid outdoor thing. And then the Flames lose most games anyway. So, yeah, the Oilers are uh, are in tough times now. But I'm already stocked and loaded. Yeah, the bets are in against the Sharks already. And they're going to they're gonna blow them out as long as, uh, you know, McDavid isn't – I don't know in a in a wheelchair or something. So, yeah, they're they're gonna they're gonna kill the sharks. That's that's the most confident bet of the year so far. Did that line open yet on some offshores? Or are you just waiting for it? Oh yeah, I get books that open up like two days in advance. In the morning, what, what's so. what, what's the line? Minus two fifty. Yeah, that was the money line. But uh, I did the minus one and a half, minus two and a half, minus three and a half, minus four and a half. Uh, Oilers and over five and a half regulation. I, I did it all. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm going to hammer the, the Oilers as soon as that opened as well. I, I thought about hammering the Flyers tonight on the money line. They're still under minus 200 at some spots. Now they're up to minus 220 at some other books. But yeah, it's, yeah, got, got to shop around. Uh, you know, Bet365 Beth, Beth is, is our best book there. But you got to shop around sometimes. Um, All right. And we are brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is the world's favorite sports book trusted by over 88 million players worldwide. Prop sides, totals, live betting. Bet365 has you covered. And if you like boosts, you're going to love Bet365. Like a 30% profit boost on your NFL same-game parlay. Plus, they have an early payout offer if your NFL team goes up 17 points or if your hockey team goes up three goals. Uh, Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 first bet safety net or bet $5. Get $150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgamingpodcast.com slash bet365. That's sportsgamingpodcast.com slash bet365. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Make sure you check out Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is a play way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. NFL, NBA, NHL, college football, and now college basketball is back. Uh, simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right, Joel, you ready to get into this uh, three-game slate for Wednesday, November 8th? Yes, sir. All right, things off with a uh, Canadian matchup here. We got the Ottawa Senators at the Toronto Maple Leafs. Game itself is in Toronto. Maple Leafs are minus 175. Senators are plus 145. Over-under is set at 7. Uh, overpaying off plus 114. The under is at minus 135. Uh, I'll kick us off here. Should be a, a good battle up there in, in Toronto, I think. You know, both teams are struggling a bit. Toronto did have that big win, big comeback win against Tampa Bay the other night on, on a Monday. So maybe that can get something going for them after they lost four straight. 
Meanwhile, Ottawa's lost two straight, uh, five of their past six. Only win was against the Penguins, which, you know, they got outplayed, still won there in Pittsburgh. Um, but I think the storyline of this game is going to be just a complete lack of goaltending. Uh, Samsonov has, has not been great for the Leafs. I'm not sure if it's going to be him or or the Calder Trophy winning Joseph Wall going to start. Wall's, Wall's still has a 930 save percentage, so maybe don't necessarily run to the over. Uh, but the Sens, first half of a back-to-back for them. Not sure who they're playing on Thursday, but I mean, Corpusello or whoever their backup is. I'm forgetting who it is right now. Neither of them are are very good there. So Forsberg. It's right. Forsberg, right? Forsberg. Forsberg might be better than Corpusello, but but maybe it's just because Corpusello has this big contract. <laughs> but either way, I'm going with the over here. Uh, Senators and, and just lost 6-4 to Tampa Bay. Toronto just put up six on Tampa Bay, but back-to-back over games for the Leafs as well. So I think the Leafs got some offensive confidence uh, on Monday night against the Lightning. So I'll go with the over here, uh, over seven plus one fourteen. If you can, you know, buy, buy it down to six and a half, or so you get that four three insurance, go for that. I also do lean to the Leafs. Uh, I think minus one seventy five might be a bit too much, but that's the way I, I would go for this one. I agree with the uh, the over for a lot of the reasons you said. Plus the the Leafs, they're still missing the key defenseman. And their penalty kill is, is brutal. Like that was one of the strengths of the of the team last couple of years. But they're clearly showing the the loss of uh, Mikheyev from two years ago. And um, uh, I don't know, Bunting who played penalty kill. But there, there's a couple other guys who play penalty kill who aren't on the team anymore. There's just Marner and Kampf. And Marner is an elite penalty killer, but there's not, there's not a lot of other um, great penalty killers for this team. So if the Senate, and the Senators have an elite power play. That that's one thing that's been going for them this season so i think that they can get some power play goals so yeah i do like the over and yeah it doesn't really matter if it's Corpusalo or forestberg they're both very hot or cold goalies and yeah i'm still not buying into the joseph wall hype so uh yeah the over i like that and i, I lean to the sense here one thing that both teams have in common is that both teams had their home fans booing them off the ice and uh in their last games the difference is that the leafs came back after being booed Whereas the Sens, uh, you know, they, they rallied late, but still fell to the to the same team, the Lightning there on Saturday. Uh, but I, I think this is a, more of a do or die game for the Sens. I, we we hear um, uh, Brady Kachuk talking to the press. You know, we're not going to give up and all that. So I'm, I'm buying into it. He's he's a he's a proper leader. So I think that this is a very crucial game for the Sens. So I I kind of like the Sens side here, but definitely stronger on the over. Uh, you can do the seven plus one fourteen, I guess, but I'd rather find a, a better six and a half. Yeah, good call on the power play there. Ottawa scored a power play goal in seven straight games. So maybe look at a uh, power play goals over one and a half. Both of these teams have good power plays. Leafs sixth best in the league. Uh, Senators third, thirteenth best, despite you know having that streak. And both teams average over three and a half goals a game. So uh, I, I like the over a lot. And yeah. Uh, just a slightly into the Leafs. Um, going down to 7.30, Florida Panthers at the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington. Panthers are minus 142. Capitals are plus 120. Over-unders at 6.5, uh, both paying off around minus 110. What do you got for this uh, Cats versus Caps battle? Well, uh, two tricky teams to figure out. Uh, I've been fading them for most of the season, and it's it's not really – Worked out in case of the Panthers. I mean, uh, when I bet on them, they, they lose. And when I bet against them, they win. Um, <laughs> and the Capitals, meanwhile, have been playing uh, uh, better hockey lately. I know this is a fade team for us long term. But uh, ever since the Backstrom thing, they've been uh, they've been a bit better. Uh, but it's still, still not great. It's, it's, it's just not a complete team, an older team. I think that they'll kind of slowly fall apart as, as it goes down the stretch here of the season. Uh, but they do have a couple young guys playing uh, – Playing pretty well, and Marushchenko and um, Connor McMichael are all right. Rasmus Sandin, uh, he's he's been decent as well. But to be honest, I haven't really paid too much attention to the Capitals. Just looking at the numbers, it, it's it's not a very good team. I, I trust the Panthers' offense to take care of business here. Minus one forty two seems uh, a little bit of a cheap price, so I like the Panthers here to win this one. And yeah, it'll, over six and a half, uh, I think that they can uh, get it done there. They're still missing their key defenseman, who are much like Vasilevsky due to return ahead of schedule. I heard that Montour should be back in a couple weeks. Ekblad in three. That was what the the prognosis was there. Um, so look for the, the Panthers to, to keep it up there. They've had a decent start to the season. Um, so yeah, give me the Panthers and uh, lean to the over, I guess. 
Yeah, I'm with her right there on the Panthers. Uh, Backstrom likely out for the season with a hip injury. That was uh, announced, if you think, over the weekend, maybe even just a few days ago. Also, Kuznetsov is questionable with a, with an illness for, for Wednesday. So he'll, he's at least, at the very least, under the weather. So that's their top two centers. So I like the Panthers here a lot at minus 142. It, it's tough to back them on the road. They're 2-3-1 and one on the road and 4-1-0 at home. But it's the Capitals. I, I don't think the Capitals are nearly as good as their Five four and one record shows, even though they're they're four three and zero at home. Uh, Bob's better than Kemper as well in net. So yeah, Florida here. You know they they've been the much better team recently. I believe they 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 cocked me on a Monday night there, winning an overtime against Columbus, but heavily outplayed both Chicago and Columbus, putting up forty plus shots in their last two games. So I think they keep that going here, and you know the Capitals they just can't score. I think Ovi has like two goals through ten games or something, and. They've scored three goals or less in four straight. So love the Panthers here, minus 142. Uh, for a total, I'd probably lean to the under, though. I think the, the Panthers could be able to keep the caps off the board and get a get a lower-scoring game here. Shark of the Chad's asking for a meanwhile, but he he missed he missed a meanwhile. I know I said it once in the uh, the, the, the Panthers Capitals breakdown, so he's he's fired. He, I use him for uh, tallying the salami bets because I'm not tracking 12, 13 games how many goals been scored. But uh, if you can't even count how many meanwhiles there have been, he's he's fired. He's done. <laughs> All right, going down to the uh, ten o'clock slot here. The final game on the docket. We got the Los Angeles Kings. At the Vegas Golden Knights, should be a fantastic game there in Vegas at the Palace. Uh, Golden Knights are minus 142. Kings are plus 120. Over-under is at 6. Overpaying off minus 115. The under is at minus 105. Uh, This could very well be a a Western Conference final preview here. Kings have been a great team so far. Uh, They have the best expected goals, 4% in the league. And, of course, everyone's talking about how good Vegas is coming off their uh, Stanley Cup. They are 11-1-1. But those uh, just lost to the Ducks, also lost in overtime to the Blackhawks what, uh, five or so games ago. So they're slowing down a bit, and their underlying numbers aren't as great as, uh, as they show. The eighth worst expected goals 4% in the league. They just get some sort of Vegas magic there in the third period. But I think the Kings have some value at plus 120 as underdogs. Um, Vegas did beat the Kings in L.A. 4-3. It was a back-to-back for both teams, I believe. So two fresh teams here going at it. You know, Vegas has the home ice advantage, but Kings are 6-0 and on the road. So I think there's value here on the Kings plus 120. And then for the over-under, I got to go with the under. Kings you know, are great defensively, just down the middle. Uh, I think Cam Talbot is a sneaky uh, Vesna Trophy candidate. We'll get to that as you know a, a, a team bet as Joel rolls, rolls his eye, eyes at me. And I think the Vegas Golden Knights have to come down sometime. They're, they're, not, they're not the Bruins of last season. So give me the Kings plus 120. And the under six at minus one hundred five. Can't really argue with any of that. Um, yeah, the, the line is going towards the Knights for some reason. I don't think that'll continue. I think that there'll be uh, some money on the Kings in the morning. So yeah, I think the better time to bet the Kings is now. It's it's uh, the Knights are not. Um, you know, I don't think they're quite deserving of the record. No doubt, an excellent team and all that. They're gonna likely win the division with their hot start and the way that they, they win these close games. But the Kings have been uh, very impressive and more impressive in terms of like all ends of the ice. You know, maybe not the, the goaltending might not be sustainable in my opinion, but in terms of their defense and their, their attack, they're, 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 they're a very balanced team right now. And they're, they're, they're just a complete team and, and they do it in all periods. Whereas the Knights, like, like we always say is like, they really rely on these, uh, the third, period comebacks then they always win the ot in the in the overtime uh the, the shootout whatever uh, so yeah I, I i lean to the kings here as well and the total i mean six seems kind of low with how the king's been playing these games very electric offense uh more more um aggressive in the uh, attacking zone um but i think that this is a case of like uh you know like a big time playoff matchup so I, you, you could see those those center guys like you mentioned uh taken away uh, the night scoring maybe they'll be more conservative in this one so i don't know about the total but uh lean to the kings but it's it, this one's a tough one to call i don't be betting it it's the only game on that at this time so uh i'll have to find a bet somewhere but uh for now it's it's just uh, a lean to the kings and a very very slight lean to the under all right that's the uh big three game slate on on wednesday night uh consensus plays would be the sends leafs over uh, the Panthers, and then a lean to the Kings. 
Uh, do we want to do best bets for a, a three-game show? We didn't do it last time for a two-game show. I, I don't know if you would do it anything, uh, uh, anything compared. I mean, neither of us seem very confident in any of the three games. So I think we, we can just leave that for, for bigger slates. Let's, let's, let's do a double bet. Senator's power play goal. What's a double bet? We both like, like, just... All right. We both co- co-sign. We co-sign the pen- the Sens to score power play goal. Sens to score power play goal. I mean, hopefully it's uh, at plus odds, maybe. Or, or yeah, look at the uh, over one and a half power play goals in the game. Or that, yeah. Austin Matthews is unstoppable now, apparently. Yeah, yeah, he he, he really is. For He's still plus odds for Rocket Richard. I guess you're betting against, against an injury there. But, um, all right. Uh, we're brought to you by Game Time. Buying tickets to your favorite event shouldn't be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Uh, Game Time app experience has flash deals, last-minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets, images of the seat view so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. You buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you are set. So snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed, uh, and win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. Can enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bet's revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. Right, we had some uh, requests here for some futures talk in, in the chat, and that's what, what we're coming up to next here, our uh, weekly or so futures update with uh, Professor Meyer. What, what do you got for us? Sure. So I should say this from the top. I mean, there, there's a bunch of different ways to to attack these markets. Um, I'll, I'll explain what I'm doing, but that's not the only way to do it because I, what I plan to do is approach these markets as though you're fresh in it, like you don't have anything invested. So what's the best bet right now? And uh, at the same time, I'll also, you know, like um, state what, I, what I'm rooting for and what I've bet. So I, that, that, that's just uh, something to keep in mind here uh, because, you know, when you have so many bullets already fired, you know, uh, um, what's the what's the term? Um, I don't know. Buns in the oven. <laughs> you can make a bunch of different metaphors here. You you can only in the fire only... balls in the air. You got buns in the oven. Yeah, no. you only have so much dough to make so much bread, right? You you can't just keep firing and firing and firing on the on these bets. You got to pick your spots and then uh, root for some guys to lose. So, uh, but but for the purpose of the podcast here, I I, I approach these as if we're fresh, we're virgins, we're we're going and right as though uh, we haven't bet anything yet. So. Uh, right now we can start with the heart, which is the you know, the typical, the, the the biggest award, I guess you could say. And yeah, we're seeing, yeah, Austin Matthews coming down finally a little bit. I mean, he should be he should be the favorite now. He's at four to one here. I'm um, seeing also, uh, uh, I don't know, looking through different books. There's not there's not even a an award market of that, that book. Four fifty, okay, so. Austin Matthews coming down a little bit as he should after an, an elite performance against the Lightning and Connor McDavid not even registering a point against the Canucks and Jack Hughes still being out a little bit. He's dropping, um, which, you know, these these awards are so dumb. Like, he should have dropped immediately when when uh, it was week to week, even when he just got injured. But, no, they, it takes a few games for him to miss. And oh, now he's going to drop. That doesn't make any sense to me. But that, that that's what makes these uh, betting these things so lovable, so enjoyable. And uh, so profitable in the end. So that that's that's how it stands. Austin Matthews should be the favorite, in my opinion, the way that he's been going. He, he's definitely the best goal scorer in the league at this moment. And he's certainly experiencing positive regression from last year where he did, wasn't himself for whatever reason. Uh, but looking at a, a possible bet to make, I think that Austin Matthews now, at, you know, if you can still find a five to one, if it's your first bet, you can just ride that horse all the way. Uh, I think that the, he's the the rightful favorite, and he should be ahead of McDavid at this point. 
So yeah, I, I think the Matthews would be the would be the pick. I mean, we we, we after the um after the, the the Hughes news and McDavid not not scoring any points, um, we, we were noticing in the Discord that you know there's Eichel 101, Quinn Hughes 101, 301 is what you got him at crazily. That's another reason yeah. I have multiple books. Uh, so yeah, you, you can look down the board for some long shots. It's just it's tough to find any of these guys who can challenge the, the top of the board now. I mean, um, what McKinnon's dropped to twenty to one. That doesn't make sense to me. That's actually my favorite bet right now. Uh, Nathan McKinnon at the twenty to one. I know that the Avs have had trouble scoring lately, but you know that's going to turn around. He's still healthy. He just had a, a bit of a meeting with the boys and tell me they got to turn it around after that embarrassing seven nothing loss tonight. So I expect him to come up firing. In a, in a few minutes here, so maybe by the time you uh, listen to this, <laughs> you'll, you'll, you'll score a hat trick against the Devils. But uh, right now, twenty to one, I think Nathan McKinnon would be my favorite bet for the uh, for the heart. But Austin Matthews at four to one, five to one. Uh, I think that that if you just want to back one horse, just like shoot one big bullet, Austin Matthews is your guy. Yeah, Matthews is definitely looking good. Um, would you rather take Matthews like four plus four fifty for the heart or like plus one thirty five for the Rocket Richard? It's pretty much the same thing. I mean, yeah, because Hughes is going to get all the assists and he's yeah. going to be on a team that likely finished out of the standings. It's going to be close there. Um, I mean, they both have about the same odds to win the division. Um, maybe slightly into the heart, but uh, yeah, the Rocket Richard is is uh, it's his to lose at this point for sure. It's 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 I don't know. How. I haven't looked at how many goals Pasta has, but I don't think he's the pace that he was last year. And McDavid is, is nowhere near his pace. I think he only has two goals so far. So, yeah, uh, I, I think they're both fine bets. I just uh, – I haven't really done anything with the uh, the Rock Richard lately, so it's it's not a not something I'm really looking at. Yeah, I got Matthews Rock Richard, I think, after his second hat trick at, like, plus 250, plus 300 maybe. So I'm, I'm riding that. <laughs> Oh, okay. no, that was a worse than tell. <laughs> I, I am riding that out there. Um, Pasta has nine goals in 12 games. I, th- I think he has a chance for the heart, but I don't think he'll get, he'll get enough points. Patterson is too short now. I imagine 11 to 1, and the Canucks aren't going to be be this hot the rest of the way. Uh, yeah, the the ESPN, uh, you know, month, month into this season polling of anonymous PHWA voters there had had hughes uh head of the pack this was prior to his injury and then pasta and Pedersen as the two runner, runners up but yeah i think mckinnon there at 20 to 1 18 to 1 15 to 1 is uh is a good look as well pastos was in the, the final sorry i missed that interesting for the heart yeah for the heart oh okay i didn't see i didn't think that he was that good but uh you know these these early I'll, I'll say this: the 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 early voting is is at the same time meaningless and at the same time indicative. Like it, 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 it's weird because what happens in the early stages of the season is typically predictive of what happens for the rest of the season, as we'll get into. But at the same time, you'll also get these outlier results, like Bruce Cassidy for uh, the Jack Adams, because they, you know they they won eight nine in a row, whatever, which uh, is it doesn't matter in the, in the end. Um, so yeah, I mean, what happens early on, you can you can quickly learn who's good, who's bad with the teams. You can quickly learn who's good, who's bad with these these uh, players and the respective award markets. And but at the same time, it's also uh, the voters are all over the place. Like what they what they're what they're voting now doesn't doesn't really um, mean much. Yeah. Um, all right. Speaking of uh, people, you know, going after early stuff, let's go to the the Norris here. Uh, Quinn Hughes is is far and away kind of running away with it here. I think he's down to two to one probably at some books. He's uh yeah plus two ten here. McCarr's right behind him. He had seventy five percent of the first place votes in that ESPN poll. He has twenty he has twenty points in in twelve games. Hedman has fourteen. Heronic on on Hughes's pair has has thirteen assists. It's it's Quinn Hughes's award to lose at this point, right? Oh yeah. Um, another thing I'll say is that there's there's a guy I listened to on a on a show. Uh, you better you bet Ken Barkley. He oh. I've been listening to him for years. He's he's kind of been my like tutor when it comes to these award markets, and and I, I know how he thinks of these things, how he how he uh, approaches them. I listen to mostly for football, but 
I happened to listen to him today and he had a there was a hockey segment and it shouldn't surprise me, but uh, it did surprise me that he was all over the Canucks. Apparently he's been for for a little bit. And that makes sense because we we have the same kind of idea how to approach these things. And yeah, like I've got all the Canucks and you know, all these awards and so does he. So that was kind of fun to uh, <laughs> realize that we're on the same page there. So shout out to him. Um, and yeah, Quinn Hughes, this is his award to lose for sure. I mean, I keep saying I'll bet McCarr if the odds get long enough, but so far, like he's way behind Quinn Hughes. Like this is the the call to race all over again when they were battling right to the end. That was one of the more intense award uh, markets I've ever followed. Uh, when Quinn Hughes and Kale McCarr back and forth, back and forth, and McCarr finally edged him out. So uh, it's going to be likely the same thing again with with Adam Fox after his strong start. Yeah. And now he's going to miss uh, a full month, probably more um i think the soonest he can return is november 29th so he's gonna miss a bunch more games so i think that pretty much rules him out and again like it's only finally now that it's not start dropping so uh, i i pity anyone who's been betting him for the past couple weeks uh, like seven eight to one when he's now like 12 15 to one uh but yeah right now you know i've been adding quinn hughes all the time and uh i'm looking pretty good there i just uh, at some point i'm gonna make i'm a car but the difference is that McCarr, he's, he's been through the grind of the playoffs. Quinn Hughes hasn't. And McCarr knows that he can save his energy for when it really matters. So I don't think he's going well, like pell-mell, uh, gas to the pedal. Oh, the fucking, I'm losing all these sayings. <laughs> gas to the pedal. Uh, you know, pedal to the metal. That, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Um, whereas Quinn Hughes, yeah, he, he he's the one who's going to be driving. He's, he's you know, he's, he's rejuvenated. He, he was just announced as captain of the team, which gives him uh, plenty of... Uh, you know, credit with the voters as well. And it's, it's mattering on the ice as well. Like he, he looks phenomenal. Total uh, evolution of his game, like defensively too. Like people were saying he couldn't defend. He can defend now. My word. Uh, if you watch him on the back end, he was even taking on McDavid. Like McDavid was so fucking mad at the end of the game on Monday. And uh, he was giving it to Quinn Hughes and Quinn Hughes was like fucking giving it right back. So I love to see that. Uh, but I think right now it's a, it's a two man race. I don't, I don't see anybody, anybody else uh, catching up to them. Um, maybe yeah, Rasmus I mean, Dahlin if if the Sabers keep scoring a lot of goals and all that, but uh, it's a long shot. I it's it, Mira Heiskanen, he'll be on an excellent Stars team, but they don't score enough. So it's it's I think it's Quinn Hughes and Cam Carr the only real uh, options for this uh, award, and I think it's definitely in Quinn Hughes' favor right now. Yeah, speaking to uh, you know Quinn Hughes' de- defensive efforts here, the Canucks have a team expected goals four percent of forty four percent, which which is pretty low, but um. The Canucks have two players above fifty percent. That's Hughes at fifty-one, and then his his pair pair partner, fifty point four one for Philip Product. So he, he's he's being insane. Um, what are your thoughts on, on Victor Hedman? Victor Hedman second in defenseman points at fourteen. You know, yeah, he, he has the, the legacy there a bit, all the way down at, at twenty to one here. I think he has any any chance. I don't think so. I... There's just there, there's no defense in Tampa. Like, you got to play defense too a little bit. I mean, he's not like Eric Carlson like. Quinn Hughes is on pace to score well more than uh, 100 points, um, which is what Carlson's whole uh, campaign was based around Like because he scored so many points. That's why he won the award. Edmund, though, he's not going to get there. Nowhere close. And they have like, one of the worst defenses in the league. Like They're just bailed out by their elite power play every every night that they win. And, yeah, I just uh, – yeah, sure, he's got the name, brand, and all that, but no, not, not a 21, not, not, not even close. I think that it's uh, – I'd be surprised. I mean, and he's an older guy too. He's he's spending a lot of energy now. I think that that wears him down over the course of the season. So I no, I, I just uh, for me, it's just two men that I'm interested in right now. Ooh, just just two men you're interested in right now. I mean, you usually got two usually men. got a lot of usually got a lot of suitors there. I thought. Uh yeah. All right. ESPN had Quinn Hughes as the as the far and away leader. Then he's he's going in, he's going in, high skin in, or if you pronounce it, when I pronounce it, and then Cal McCarr. As the other two, uh, you want to go Vesna next or, or Calder? Uh, up to you. Uh, we can do Calder. Let's get that out of the way. Yeah, we we can do Calder. I mean, I was looking at the Calder a bit earlier. It's in the the ESPN poll thing. It was just like, don't overthink it. It's Bedard, and I feel like that's just going to be the way that most voters think. I think Bedard, you know, he's quote quote unquote down to only like minus one forty, minus one thirty in some spots. I know Mintikoff, Talon called him out at 20 to 1, but I don't think he he's he's getting like, oh, he's playing well now, but he's not going to end up winning the Calder. Luke Hughes has has kind of slowed down a bit. Logan Cooley has is flashy, but 
I think at this point it's it's Bedard or, or take a take a shot at one of those long shots there. Yeah, it's it's tough to to recommend a bet here. Um, I mean, for for talent's sake, I know I know you listened to our show last last week when I was like, oh, Joseph Wall sucks, whatever. So he's got to listen to it, defend his leaf, bro. Um, he has not a shot in hell, like a snowball's chance in hell. There's another good metaphor. I nailed that one uh, of winning the Vesna. But uh, he does have a chance to win the Calder. I will give him that because he's played well. And if he can sustain this form, he does have a chance. If, if Bedard uh, doesn't really take off and nobody else um, really does either, like there's a few other good candidates who could do that. But if Joseph Wall, you know, leads the, <laughs> the Leafs back, stops him to a division winning uh, campaign, then absolutely he's alive. But uh, I just don't see it happening. And I'd rather just um, go to war with, with some of the other big bigger names like Fantilli down 25 to one it's just the blue jackets are so bad it, it's it's up to back him there i mean he might as well be bedard i mean the blue jackets are barely better than the blackhawks if that so it's uh losing faith in that one but leo carlson he's playing more games than i thought yeah. and i like uh, i fear that he would just be sitting out at like two of every three three games but no he's, he's been playing a lot now like the load management is off apparently the governor is off and he's been playing, not 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 scoring as much as he was in the beginning, but but still uh, contributing, playing on the power play, and playing a little, quite a lot of minutes. So yeah, I think that Carlson is is my favorite right now at twenty five to one. He's my horse. Um, yeah, the other guys, I'm just hoping he's, that's up. He's forty five to one on, on on this other book here. All right, Carlson is. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Um, I, it's basically what I'm hoping for though. This is another lesson in, in these betting these award markets too, because one of the things that's valuable is that they're slow to react, as I've been saying in this episode, and you can tell pretty quickly if somebody's just going to run away with it, and you can get out of all your bets. You just bet the fucking favor. That's what I did with Matty Beniers last year. You know, I had to I had to spend like minus one twenty one, but like a month later, he was like minus six hundred, whatever it was. Uh, but when you're betting against the favor like this, it's tough to do that because once when he goes off minus one forward, it quickly becomes minus 300 minus 400 some unbettable number and you get stuck with all your shitty bets on uh, joseph wall and uh and uh, bobby brink and uh <laughs> and devon levi and whoever uh, matthew nye's actually i think i like him more than joseph wall and he's yeah. double the price so that, that that's uh i would back him before joseph wall but yeah that's just just the thing like the when you're attacking a favorite you don't want to like go too heavy against it when he's the rightful favorite because Bedard is the rightful favorite as that uh, the polling shows as anybody with half a brain would know that he's the favorite to win this award given all the hype around him and all that and he, he's been producing not not an elite level not at a Crosby McDavid level but but still good enough to win this award so far with with nobody else really um dominating it so yeah that, that's just the thing that that's the trick you don't want to get caught with too many um bullets uh without um a way to get out of them, so to speak, because that's that's one of the the best things about betting these awards. Is that it's very easy to get out of. It's like I always make this example. It's like um, let's say it's a two-two game. The team you bet against scores in the third period. Imagine you could cash out at the same price. That's what a lot of these awards are. You can just cash out and get rid of it because you're going to lose. Um, so that, that or likely going to lose. And yeah, that's that's just my my uh, thoughts on this uh, award market. Yeah, I'm glad you shouted out our tally's boy Matthew Nyes at, at 30 to 1, 35 to 1, different book there. He, he was on, on the top line with uh Matthews and Marner, had three points against Tampa Bay on Monday night. So he if he stays there and is able to, you know, mesh with them, I think he could very easily see his odds drop to 10 to 1 or shorter, especially if he keeps scoring points. Do, do you think if Bedard doesn't lead rookie scoring leaders in points, is can he win it? Yeah. Yeah, he'll have enough uh, media love and all that. But if somebody significantly outscores him, then no, he's going to lose. It, it's it still comes down to statistics at the end of the day, and, and especially if it's on somebody on a better team. That's why I loved Luke Hughes from the beginning, mm-hmm. and um, Logan Cooley. You know, like uh, I like the Coyotes now after dismissing them in the off season. Um, so I like I like Cooley a little bit, but really, I'm just hoping for these guys to go off so I can maybe bet some Bedard at some point at a, at a much better number. But uh, right now, this is a wait and see market for me. Yeah, Bedard does have he has five goals with with Marco Rossi. I, I saw Marco Marco Rossi sh- shout out for for the Wild there. But yeah, Mintikov, Cooley, and Brink all have eight. A bunch of guys have seven, including Luke Hughes, who you know I, I thought he had a few less than that. So there may, may be a chance, but as you said, right now it's kind of more wait and see. 
All right. Uh, and the Vesna, the Vesna, I was looking at, there's a bunch of guys like seven to one, eight to one. I don't know if there's anyone right now that you would uh, recommend. Yeah, this is uh, much like the, the Norris in a way. Well, not, not exactly because uh, there, there's still a bunch of guys who could win it, but uh, Thatcher Demko is, is shot up the board. My, my horse here, my main man, I've been betting him a lot. Like another example, you know, he comes off a shutout. You just, you just bet him for the odds move. Simple as that. Um, you know, uh, the excellent performance against the the Oilers. He's the only reason why the, the Canucks weren't down three goals in the first period on Monday. And that's why his odds move. Like, the people are betting this for a good reason. Because right now, I think he's the best goal in the league. Through the first, uh, I don't know, even a, a full month, basically. He's been the best goalie. And right behind him is Jay Cottinger. And he's been bet as well. So right now... We're seeing the uh, the old guys, not the old guys, but like the the, the original favorites, Sorokin, Shosturkin, Saros, Kalabuk. They're kind of drifting because they're not playing as well as these guys, and that's how it goes. But these guys should be even shorter. So uh, in this case, I still recommend betting the guys that I think uh, are the best two goalies in the league. Uh, Ottinger at around 6-1, Demko 7-1 or better. I quite like these bets. They should be the two favorites, and they are not. Um, Sorokin, you, who's uh, <laughs> he's been uh, the inferior goalie there in Long Island to Varlamo so far. So you know you can't just you, you assume he's going to get better, but you can't just assume he's going to have the same season he did last year and uh, back him at a shorter price to do so. So Ottinger and Demko, my favorite bets here. Looking down the board, Georgiev twenty-five to one. That's what I bet him before the season. Looked good for a bit, and yeah, a couple couple mediocre games, but. You know, he's still, he's still on a team that's our favorite to win the central division. He's had a good season, uh, just a couple shit performances. So I don't, I don't think that he merits being dropped that far down. And other than that, it's hard to find a winner. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the, the, the other options are not good. I don't think that anyone stands a chance against the cream of the crop of the, uh, the top of the board. I know people say, Olmark and Swayman, oh wow, they're so good, but the Porters aren't going to give it to them again. Like the Boston defense is so good that they they protect their goalies and voters realize it. Like, okay, okay, we gave Allmark. Um, the, the voters are actually the the GMs in the NHL for this award, but uh, they're going to credit the the Boston defense. They're going to give it to an actual goalie who's standing on his head and doing it for his team this year. I believe. I don't think that the they'll give it to a Boston goalie again after Allmark uh, won it last year. At a hundred to one, by the way. Uh, shout out to Ken Barkley. He he had a. I'll mark it 101 there to win that award. So that was a nice ticket. Um, but yeah, the Boston Bruins, I don't think that they're, they're elite goalies. Nothing, not taken away from them. It's just the fact that the, the voters, the GMs, are less likely to give it to them after uh, them doing it last year with the, the same defense score. They're, they're, the Boston Bruins are going to get their, their uh, flowers for their defense, not their goalies this time around. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, you have to be the guy in that. Like, I mean, I know Swayman was was kind of the one B to the one A with Allmark last year, but the Bruins were just so good. They're not going to be that good again. But what do you think about uh, Aiden Hill, twenty five to one? That's probably a bit a bit a bit too short for him because he he splits a net with um, with uh, Thompson. He's forty to one at this other book. I'm still touting my boy, Talon's boy, Cam Talbot, two hundred to one. Could be could be uh you know he's six wins, one behind Demko, save percentage nine twenty three. If he runs away with the net and, and the Kings can, you know, play some Kings hockey in front of him, so I can see that coming down. You know, maybe he's not going to win it, but, you know, one of those things you can you can cash out or something and get get some uh, nice profit there. There are a lot worse options. I will give you that. <laughs> he's, not, he's not one of my bets. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. Um, yeah, it, it's weird that GMs vote for that and, like, writers vote for everything else and then broadcasters vote for vote for Jack Adams. It's like it's just all over the place. I don't understand it. Somebody should uh, write a book about it, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you want to touch on Jack Adams? Any any changes to the market you, you've re- recognized over the, the past week or so? You got Rick Tockett as a favorite now, plus 850. Derek Lalonde, plus 1100. Uh, Bruce Cassidy was was the leader in the ESPN poll. He's 12 to 1. Uh, still looking at long shots, though? Oh, f- f- no, no. Now it's 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 settled. Like, this award is... is uh... <laughs> it's Tockett. The- it's my favorite. Yes, it's Tockett. He shouldn't be eight to one, seven to one. He should be four to one, three to one. Like, just keep betting Tockett, man. Like, this guy is going to run away with this thing if if the Canucks maintain like like three quarters of their current pace. And 
Derek Lalon there, like he got some love rightfully for, uh, you know, he fits the template of the, the kind of improvement coach and the Red Wings had a hot start, but they've been struggling a little bit lately. Um, but the Canucks just have a more complete team, I think. And uh, they're, they're doing it all, you know, multiple fronts. They got the uh, you know, the best defenseman. They got the, one of the best goalies. And they have a, a heart candidate and Elias Pettersson, JT Miller's firing off. I just don't see what the Red Wings have that matches up with that. Plus, they play in a tougher division, at least a tougher conference. Um, so, yeah, Derek Lalonde is interesting. It's just, I'm just, it's just a matter of ruling people out. Like Rod Brindamore, out. Bruce Cassidy, out. Peter DeBoer, out. John Cooper out. I'm just looking down the list. Like these guys are not winning and they're all like uh, close to the favorite. So that creates value on these other guys. So if you want to bet Lalonde, I don't, I don't mind that. I have a little bit of a Lalonde uh, myself, but uh, for me, it's all about Rick Taka right now. He should be a much more decisive favorite right now. Uh, Andre Turidny, he's his price has dropped a little bit. I'm not sure what's going on in the, the game right now against the Sharks the fucking score is what happened. Oh, the, the Kraken one. Yeah, I'm looking at the or the Coyotes. Oh, still tied two two. So yeah, hopefully um, Terry Nee keeps keeps going with his uh, Coyotes. Um, but um, yeah, eighteen one is maybe a little bit too short. But it's 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 like seven hundred percent better of a bet than any of the ones I just listed: Brindamore, DeBoer, Cooper, Bednar, Ruff, whatever. Uh, Cassidy is interesting, but he he's not going to win because they have to maintain the same form for the rest of the season. He's not going to like win nine games for every one loss. They're not the Bruins of last year, that's for sure. And so I, I would write him off. And yeah, Greg Cronin, he's still 20 to 1 here. I think that's that's not a bad look. Uh, he fits the template. And yeah, the Ducks have been been, been good. They're not just lucking these wins out either. Like they, they have some good underlying numbers. If they make the playoffs, he's absolutely live. And uh, yeah, after that, I mean, TJ <laughs> Smith might get fired soon. So I, I would back away from that. Although if the Senators turn around, I will be looking at him again. Don Granado, uh, same kind of thing. Maybe a little bit better now because they're ahead of the standings than uh, than the Sens. And after that, it's it's a bunch of shitty teams that uh, I'm not really interested. I mean, Andrew Burnett is still kind of cool, thirty to one for the Preds. But yeah, you can just just keep betting these fucking guys, and you're gonna turn a profit because uh, of all the. The favorites being uh, dumb favorites. They're, they're, they shouldn't be favored like that. So you just cross them off and bet all the other guys. Uh, but most importantly, Rick Tockett, just keep betting him like I have been. Yeah, like looking at it, I feel like Tockett at, at plus 850 is the best bet we talked about all night. Like like the, the Canucks are minus 320 to make the playoffs. They're 7-1 to one or shorter to win the division. I feel like if they make the playoffs or push for the division, Tockett having all those friends in the media with the broadcasters voting on it, I think it's almost a slam dunk unless they completely fall flat there. So uh, he, he doesn't even have to win the division. Just third. No, exactly. Yeah. Finish just, third. Yeah. Yeah. In finish. the division. And and it's not, it's not a great division right now. They're, I mean, you got, you got the Knights, you got the Kings, but right now they're, they're between them. Then you have the Ducks crack in flames. Oilers are, or, or pull up a little bit in the Sharks. So like, yeah, they're, they're going to the playoffs. Dave Haxtell was a finalist and they finished uh, seventh <laughs> last year. But yeah. So yes. Um, all right, you want to touch on any, any team future bets here, real quick, before we, we close it out? I, I do want to kind of shout out the Oilers are, are up to 18 to 1 for the division, up to 18 to 1 for the cup. I know they've they've been complete shit, but like it's been a 10 game sample size. If this was like 10 games in December or January, sure, they'd be kind of panicking a little bit, but it wouldn't be this bad where they're like 18 to 1 for the division for the cup. Uh, to make the playoffs has come down a lot too in, in that week division. They're minus 165 like do you think it's just complete trouble in edmonton or, or will they turn it around no i totally agree um it's, it's just the goaltending has been shit and that, that that stuff will turn around eventually they have uh two guys in the ahl and calvin pickard and uh this other guy this young guy rookie well oh. did, you, did you see that did you see the campbell news today yeah i did yeah so they're, they're gonna they, bring they one called guy up, up pickard yeah Caught Pick up Pickard, okay. Yeah. There's another rookie too who's putting up uh, best numbers in the HL. So like the Oilers have their own Joseph Wall. What what a surprise! The Oilers <laughs> are just like the Leafs once again. <laughs> uh, so yeah, the, the Oilers goaltending will get better, and they'll start putting the puck in the net because they have uh, a second best expected goals for uh, in the yeah. league, and not nearly that in terms of uh, shooting percentage and the scoring goals. So 
that stuff will regress. So yeah, if you want to get in the Oilers, I think now's the time, right? Especially right before they, they blast the sharks to the moon, drown them in oil, sink those fucking creatures. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I like that quite a bit. That that I'm I, I played some Islanders a little bit. Uh, I got convinced by my guy Shark, a different mm. Shark, not not the shitty Sharks. Um, you can't trust the Shark. Yeah, but then they lost today. So yeah, we'll see. The Islanders are, are more of a playoff team anyway. So as long as they get in. They'll be all right, like the the Oilers as well. Like if once the Oilers get in, you know, McDavid will take over. He'll be healthy by then, presumably. And Dry he's only got one goal so far, so that'll that'll uh, turn around as well. And Matthias Ekholm was also uh, dealing with some injury too, so it's just always banged up right now. They're having a slow start, but they have the talent to just go on a tear like they did last year. They were the best team in the league, um, like the final third of the season. So I think that they can do the same thing again, and at least make the playoffs. And once you're in the playoffs, uh, they're good. Like. I don't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't make any other team like a minus 200 series favorite against them right now. So, you know, even as a, an eight seed, they, they'll be all right. So, yeah, I, I, I quite like the Oilers buying them now. Not not for the division, though. I, I don't think that that's, that's a feasible price. Uh, there's, there's too many good teams ahead of them. Yeah, no, the, the, the cops definitely, the better look at 18 to one because they're, they're like very likely to make the playoffs. And then once they're in the playoffs, I mean, they can just completely take over. Um, but right, I the good news is that the Oilers don't have to play the Canucks again. They've already played them three times, right? Well, so it's over. Okay. <laughs> the best team in the league. They don't have to play them anymore. <laughs> Actually, no. They might. They might have one more because he played division opponents three or four times, right? Yeah, I think so, it's three. It's, I think it's three or four, depending. Three on, or four. On the year so or I, I don't know if uh, it's four this time. Um, all right. Uh, Flyers power play coming up, according to Catfish in the chat, which which is not a good thing. The Flyers power play is just absolutely awful. Um, so hopefully they can get something going against the Sharks and not completely embarrass me. But uh, we'll be back tomorrow, possibly tomorrow evening, Eastern time, rather than tomorrow night, depending on, on our schedules, uh, to go over the big slate on Thursday. I think we got uh, 11 games Thursday, so another double-digit slate on Thursday to go over. Um Anything else here before we close it out? I uh, know. I just noticed Sharks are the same thing. They ain't winning the division. Cheers yeah. to that. They are not winning the division. No. Look at the ass turn around. They're already down one nothing in this period. and not looking too good from what I see. I don't have my contacts in. But it's, the, the, the blurry images are not looking good. All right. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Given Podcast. Please leave us a five-star rating and review if you have not already on the podcast. Also, leave us a five-star rating on Spotify. Subscribe on YouTube. Uh, shout out everyone in the chat tonight. Popping in the chat. Also popping in the Discord. SG.pn slash Discord. Uh, follow us on Twitter as well at HockeySGPN. We'll be tweeting out the Discord link. You can reach out to that account on Twitter. Reach out to me on Twitter for the Discord link or you can uh, buy some Canucks paraphernalia. And uh, Joel will be right there with you. Let me know how to get in the Discord to get on his Canucks bandwagon. Um, but uh, I am Ryan Gilbert. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joe Martin. You'll find me uh, taking a piss because I got to go. See ya. Mm-hmm.